You're listening to I Feel For You, a podcast that loves you down and hopefully encourages and inspires you to do you, to embrace your excellence and all the glorious spaces in between. This is episode 75 and I'm Dion, a human being and space maker, hoping we can all feel free and remember who we are. I'm also a yoga, somatic movement and meditation teacher, embodiment facilitator, who's doing her best to keep challenging ridiculously exclusive stereotypes and instead break down barriers and encourage more inclusivity around the wellness scene. Babes, I'm cringing even saying wellness. You know what I mean? I mean, I've been saying it for a very long time, but we've got a problem, right? As well as navigating tricky labels in the world of my work, I'm also a writer, installation artist, VR experience creator, DJ and coach, amongst other things, a polymath, if you will, hoping to share useful resources and encouragement and joy without ignoring the difficult stuff. Because, you know, that's also a part of this here life we're living, right? And we all want to feel equipped to navigate this stuff as gracefully or perhaps disgracefully as possible, right? I'm thinking about my darling muse, Eartha Kitt, right now. What a woman. Before we jump in, a mini moment for a newsflash. In case you don't subscribe to my digest, which is my newsletter, Love Letter, you might have heard that I updated the free yoga summer series, four weekly videos, plus an encouragement letter, plus new bonus playlists. Yes, my loves. So you know what to do, eh? Head to dion.space forward slash summer series to get all the goods and a reminder that it's completely free freedom. Okay, let's talk about today's podcast. As we traverse these wild times, we're talking about re-emergence, negotiating boundaries and body wisdom. Aren't we always? How do we stay centred as we negotiate boundaries when the news is constantly changing? What staves off the spiral? How do we feel safe and free? I have some ideas. So we're going to be exploring regulating our nervous system, baby, with an embodiment chew. What's that, you might ask, possibly with a screw face? It's a mini exploration and a practice that we can do together with some story time seasoning, of course. Why a chew? I don't know. I guess it's because I don't like telling people what to do. Rather, invite them to explore something in their own way, adding their own seasoning. So whatever happens on this journey, I hope that it will meet you where you're at and invite some space making. And you know, I always love to hear from you. So reach out to me. And if you enjoy this podcast, please consider giving me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts and maybe leave me a review as it really helps other like-minded good people find the show. And at the heart of this project is my desire to connect with you, dear community. It's a collaborative effort or a collabo. I never take for granted that you're here hanging out in our audio tender meadow, chewing the cud, So appreciate each and every one of you who have been so kind in sharing your feels about this podcast. Oh, and in case you're new here, don't forget to check out the show notes of this episode. I always try to leave extra treats for you there. And it's a way that you can find more niblets, resources, tools and presents from me to you, like playlists, videos, sometimes vision boards and more. Okay, so let's get to it then because it's short and sweet and hopefully useful. Should we go outside again? Dion. Are you there? Testing one, two, one, two. 16th of July, 2021, sitting underneath a tree in a local park and wanted to share a little embodiment chew with you, a little practice um, as I calm myself down by stroking long grass. 
Um, I'm thinking a lot these days, weeks, months, year and uh, five months, can you believe, about re-emergence and that constant negotiation of boundaries, our own boundaries and other people's boundaries. Um, and that's physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, etc. as we <laughs> traverse these wild times. And now, particularly now, in the UK at least, this so-called lockdown has eased. Um, as many of you know, I have been, um, what do we call it, distancing, shielding, um, since March 2020, early March 2020. So. That in itself is um, often challenging um, to keep up with because the news is constantly changing. I'm sure you relate where you are. So I try to really stay centered with what the kind of most sensible thing is to do um, for me and within my household. Um, so that there's a lot of discussions and negotiation of our, you know, our boundaries, um, what feels okay, what doesn't feel okay. And so, Coming to the park today, I was just looking to work outside. Some of you know um, I live in a little flat and don't have a garden. So one of the biggest sort of challenges is craving nature, wanting to be in the green and um, finding the trees. So coming to the park has its challenges. And so finding a spot to be in um, where I can feel safe, um, where there's space, where it's okay to remove my mask and so on. Um, yeah, it's sort of, there are certain <laughs> criteria that um, enable me to feel a bit more relaxed. But I noticed when we got to the park, it was quite difficult, it was a bit busy, um, quite hard to find a place. And as we walked around looking for somewhere, um, I asked Shetta if we could slow down a little bit so I could gather myself. And I don't know if this is helpful for you, but as I reflect on um, the feeling of uh, adrenaline that rose in the, the subsequent spiral, because as you know, the body knows even before we realize as I sit in this little clearing and process what happened, I'm really thinking about the stuff that helps me to not spiral. That's my friend, Molly. Yeah. Um, the dog, that is, dear listener. And so when I consider things that support my anxiety as I'm negotiating this re-emergence in whatever capacity, whether it's just trying to come out and um, sit outside just to get a bit of sun, light on my skin or um, going into a store or um, going to the doctor's surgery or picking up my prescriptions and things like that those sorts of big things um, it really helps me to um, think about what what supports me and what what helps me to to stave off the spiral and I'm realizing um, I was just telling Shettle that I realized I should have um, I did ask if we could slow down a little bit even though we weren't even walking fast but slowing down is always helpful and I realized I should have maybe even stopped just stopped to take stock of the situation to slowly look around in space some of you who've been on them um, the free rights of me on the tea and chat in the patreon gang you know this one well um we we do it quite frequently where we land in a space and we slowly turn our heads from left to right taking in what's around us and then again from right to left and rather than trying to take in heaps of information just look for three things that you can see and just pause to notice those things as you're turning your head 
So, for example, I'm turning my head from left to right. Feel free to join me on this one. And I can see there's what looks like a birch tree in front of me. It's like, it's quite amazing, really. It looks like silver. You know, it's almost like someone's put a black and white object or like a gray thing in front of me and the whole rest of the world is in technicolor because it's summer and bright bulbous luscious greens abound so there's a birch tree i can see a hound in the distance sniffing around and i can see a person ambling past so you might be doing this at home or you might be outside and then we'll try the other side moving from right to left I can notice Fienemann's hat. I can notice a yellow car parked. I can notice a rake that someone is carrying. How did you get on? Yeah, thanks. Shout out to my therapist for that one because um, <laughs> I kind of adapted it from a practice that we do where we notice three things on the inside, or like inside a building, so inside a room. I made I overcomplicated that. So if you're inside, looking around the room and finding three things, and then looking outside a window and noticing three things and then looking back inside your room and noticing three things. So it's a kind of noticing practice. So in those moments when I'm spiraling, really slowing down, even stopping to just take stock, to, to let myself catch up, to let my kind of brain and body resync because my brain's going 100 miles an hour. My body is also going super fast, but at a different rhythm, they're out of sync because the body is just, you know, the adrenaline is pumping and all the kind of subsequent stuff that's going on. It's finding, I'm finding it difficult to, you know, to breathe in a regulated way, I can feel my heart rate starts to increase, all of those sorts of things, getting warm, um, feeling a bit dizzy, whatever anxiety can look very different person to person but um really slowing down to actually let yourself land can be such a helpful practice and not just if you have anxiety either but just in life as this world that we live in for most of us is super super fast it's really difficult to slow down and I know there's some of you listening that struggle with this and you might be able to apply this to your work day those of you who are um, at work or back at work or negotiating work whatever that looks like um, and really letting yourself take stock, really centering yourself, I suppose, grounding, whatever you want to call it, landing, and um, holding space for yourself to be where you're at so that then you can find a more kind of, I'm reluctant to use the word rational, but you can, you can come at the world from a more centered place, from a place where you're a bit more regulated. And when we're more regulated, right, we're, we're more expansive, we're less contracted, we're able to um, connect more, we're able to um, listen to our guts, to notice and to actually really make much more informed decisions. We can be um, also more emotionally intuitive, right? Um, so really holding space for ourselves to just soften, to, to actually dwell in space. 
So in a time that's not feeling so spacious, we get to still create space wherever we are. So I don't know if that's useful for you, my friends, but I don't know <laughs> if it is um, let me know um, or if you've got any other thoughts or offerings you want to share get in touch or if you think this might help someone that you know and care about please feel welcome to pass it on and share the love I'm sending you love from these streets <laughs> take care of you and keep it spacious <laughs>